we've been covering, and next week is the final portion of a series called Disruptors. We're going to wrap this up in an expedited manner. And this Disruptors series, if you're a disruptor, raise your hand. Disruptors are people that just, you're, you're just, it's in your, you just can't take, you just don't. You're not normal. Like, you know, you don't drink the Kool-Aid, you know, you don't like, you know, you acquiesce, surrender your thoughts, your passions, your dream, your destiny, your God ordained. You don't. You're like the you're resilience on steroids. You, you personify perseverance. And you're like, you're a little bit on the cuckoo for Cocoa Puff side. Where people do get to question your sanity. Because everybody else would have broken, but you may have bent, but here you are still standing. And, and, and we talked about a disruptor in the Old Covenant, biblically substantiated with the Christ reality in the New, uh, of this man named David. David was a shepherd boy. He was the boy to take care of sheep. David was a young man already anointed. Anointed means that God says you're it and gives you the power to be the it for his namesake. And, and just... David was already anointed by Samuel, but it was, nobody posted on Facebook yet or Instagram. And Samuel knew it, his brothers knew it, his dad knew it, he knew it, but this is a different... Now, you know, he comes over, and there's this Goliath, this giant in the Philistines right here, threatening the people of God and speaking in a very negative, very disparaging manner regarding God's children. All of a sudden, David shows up. We talked about last week that he placed his sheep in the care of a pastor, and he had three questions. We talked about it, three questions last week. What's my reward? Why are we tolerating this? Who does he think he is? All of a sudden, he shows up, and his brother is there, his oldest brother. Now, there's the bad guy. There's the champion of the bad guy, and David shows up here, and he's asking questions. His elder brother, Eliab, hears him. Here it is, 1 Samuel 17, 28. Let me make it legal. When Eliab, David's older brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burnt with anger and asked him, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep? First of all, the few sheep line that he said out loud, that was talking down. That was an insult. Like, you don't even have what I have. The few sheep. Your assignment is so minuscule that you're irrelevant. Hey, sunshine, you're irrelevant. So why are you here? Why don't you go back to your few sheep? Does anybody here know that you may have few today? But the moment you do God's will... The moment you adhere to God's principles, the moment you live according to God's standards, God will take the few and multiply it in such a way. Are you with me? So few sheep. And then he says this. Watch this. This is this brother speaking to David. I know how conceited you are. He's a shepherd boy. How can David be conceited? How arrogant, presumptuous you are. Matter of fact, your heart is wicked. And you've only come down to watch the battle. In other words, you're going to watch us get defeated. You're just watching to make fun of it. Watch the battle. Yeah. That was his brother. His own brother. Disruptors thrive on the fact that when people try to bring you down, it is only because God is about to take you up. Let me explain this. His, his brother had jealousy issues and he accused David of being all he was. He was projecting sin. It's called sin transference. He was conceited and he was wicked. 
And he projected that on his brother David. You need to be careful being surrounded by people that will project their sins on you. And, and they'll, they'll, they got some junk on them, so they want to bring you down with the junk. So they try to put their junk on you. And if you cater to that, you're going to end up smelling just like the people around you because you never com- confronted them in a loving way to address their junk. Are you with me? And you got to do it in a loving way, but you got to do it. If not, you're going to end up smelling like the very... <laughs> and, 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 and Ilya wasn't a stranger. Ilya was his brother. Sometimes the enemy will use people around you, those that have access to your life, because you can't... Op- you can't overcome Goliath until you overcome Ilya first. And if you can't overcome the words of those around you, you will never be able to defeat the giant before you. <laughs> One more time, you got to learn to overcome negative comments. If someone ever spoke a negative word regarding your life somehow, be it, your, be it someone, someone who has access to you, friend, family, co-worker, if you have ever had a negative word spoken to you about you, raise one hand. At least one negative word. One word, now let me ask you, if, if, if some of these words or phrases had the potential of crushing you because you were evolving or maturing or developing and they came in a very inappropriate time where you didn't have the cognitive bandwidth or the maturity to push back on it and, it, and if, if, if those words hurt you in your past, raise both hands. I'm here to tell you that you will never overcome the giant that launches the fullness of your destiny until you overcome the words that have been spoken against you first. You missed it. So now I'm going to speak prophetically. I don't care who spoke ill into you. I don't care if it may have even your, your parents. It may, there are people right now that, that need a lot of therapy because growing up, their parents said the wrong thing. And the parents projected something negative and told them they couldn't do it. They weren't going to mount up to anything or curse them. And it could be someone you love, someone who has access to you. And as Pastor Nick alluded to in the Spanish service, it, may, it could even be yourself. Some of the greatest naysayers in your life is actually you. Where you speak negatively into yourself. Well, I'm here to tell you, I don't care if it comes from you or your other personality. I don't care if it comes from people around you, people in your family or friends. I'm here to tell you that what Isaiah 54, 17 promises will come to pass. Everyone knows no weapon formed against me shall prosper, but keep reading. Keep on reading the verse. It says this, every voice raised up to accuse you, everything spoken negatively about you will be silenced. I'm here to... Every voice will be silenced. You missed it. Every negative comment, every negative declaration on your life, God has the power to silence every negative voice or word spoken against your life. If you believe right now that every single voice will be silenced, that all the naysayers will be proven wrong, that the critics will not have the final word. If you believe that God will prepare a table before your enemies and he will feed you in the presence of your enemies. If you believe that God has the ability, that God wants to elevate you even in the presence of those that did not believe in you, then I want you to give God the kind of praise right now that lets him know. Every voice, every voice, every voice, watch this. So his brother, his brother looks at him and says, you're conceited, you're wicked, you're evil, you're this, you're that. 
He talked, and oh, this is what David did. Are you ready for this? This is what David did. He kept on going. Let me do it one more time for the back section. Read it. Eliab, you're conceited. You're wicked. You're arrogant. You, you, you know, you're, you're extinct. By the way, you're irrelevant and insignificant. All you have is a few sheep. You are nothing. How dare you come here? Blah, 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 blah. And David. No, I know you missed it. No, you missed it. Because some of y'all, some of us, some of y'all, it's a little, te- little Texas, little, little San Antonio, some of y'all. So some of us, what we want to do is, how did, what? You want, no, that's what the enemy wants. He wants your attention. But, but when you're anointed, you don't give the enemy your attention. No, you never. When you're anointed, you don't give the devil what he wants. The number one, the, the, the number one thing the devil wants from you is not your money. And it's not your bank account. It's your time. He wants you to give him your time. As long as you give him your time, you're not giving your destiny your time. You're not giving God your time. So, so when the enemy says, blah, 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 you need to do what David did. I dare you to look at your neighbor and tell him, I'm not giving the enemy my time. No, 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 you missed it, you missed it. Oh, by the way, the next person David speaks to is whom? Do your biblical due diligence. Who's the next person David speaks to? No, there was one person he spoke to next according to scripture. Yeah, Saul. Who saw? You. Yeah. His brother just said, you're nothing, you're arrogant, blah, 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 blah. And David ignores him and says, I'm going to talk to the king. You really want to get bougie about it? You want me to be conceited about it? Are you a king? No, you're not. I've been anointed. I'm not talking to you. You're not at my level. I'm not going to waste my time with you. I'm going to go over here. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the king of kings, and he is the lord of lords. We are a royal priesthood. No, you missed it. You and I are a royal priesthood. Stop talking to the devil like he's at your level. Stop talking. No. You have the authority to bind and rebuke and cast out. So he speaks to the king. He speaks to the king. And, All right, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Then, then watch this, watch this, watch this. So disruptors, 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 disruptors. Disruptors. This is it. This is the, this is the closing part. He shows up with Saul. I'm not going to talk to that. I'm going to talk to you. So he looks at Saul and says, read it. Verse 33 and 34. Hey, Saul. King, Mr. King, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock down that giant. Yeah. He told Saul. He, I'm going to knock him down. This is the way the king responds. I'm going to read it verbatim. So this is David. Mr. King, don't worry about the Philistine. I'll fight him. Verse 33. This is what the king replied. Verbatim. Don't be ridiculous. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. Yeah. Disruptors are fueled when they are told there is no way they can do it. 
No, now, we, uh, there are two types of people right now in this audience and watching us all over the world right now live. There's the kind of people that when you're told you can't do it, you believe it, and you... And you walk away. And then there's the other group. There's other people here in this auditorium and watching all over the world that when they tell you you can't do it, something turns on inside of you. I'm going to preach to that group right now. The first group, you're going you're gonna to get this in a second. But I'm speaking to everyone here who has ever been told you can't do it. For everyone here who has been told there's no way. If you've ever received there's a no way or you can't do it, raise one hand. If you've heard that on more than one occasion, raise both hands. I've heard that throughout the course of my life. You can't do it. There's no way or it's never been done before. The fourth phrase is, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? But ladies and gentlemen, there's something about every single person here. I'm going to be honest. I have the DNA that when people tell me you can't do it, when hell tells me I can't do it, and even when Samuel Rodriguez tells Samuel Rodriguez he can't do it, Samuel Rodriguez looks at Samuel Rodriguez and says, <laughs> So there's two words that come out of my mouth and out of the mouth of every single person here who has ever been told you can't do it. David lived it out, parenthetically speaking, by his actions. He lived out these two words. The next thing he did, he literally lived it out. So I, I want you to know these are the two words that, that will be your catchphrase for 2020. Write them down. It's your hashtag. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? These are your words for 2020. You that have been told you can't do it, you can't accomplish it, you can't reach it, you can't see it, you can't occupy it, you can't possess it, you can't conquer it. You that have been told you can't do it, there's no way. There are two words you're going to respond. This is your phrase for 2020. Ready? Look at your neighbor and tell them this. Watch me. Are there any watch me people in the house here? I dare you. I dare you to touch your neighbor. Tell them, watch me. Watch me conquer that mountain. Watch me bring down that giant. Watch me go from glory to glory. Watch me magnify Jesus. Glorify Jesus. Amplify Jesus. Watch me. Somebody lift up your hands and say, watch me. Say, watch me. Watch me see my family blessed. Watch me see my children. Watch me see them. Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me. If you're a member of the Watch Me Club, raise one hand. If you really believe with me that you're, you're, that you're one of those that would say just when Daniel was told you couldn't pray anymore. The prophet Daniel opened up the window, prayed towards Jerusalem, said, watch me. When Joseph was told the dream that you shared with us will never become a reality through his life and his actions, watch me. When Paul and Silas were told you cannot preach this gospel about Jesus, this Jesus thing you're obsessed with, this thing about him dying for the forgiveness of our sins, resurrecting on the third day, this Jesus message must come to an end, Paul and Silas. You can't preach it. They said, and Peter and John said, watch us. I need you to believe with me 
that in 2020 whoo, you're going to prove every critic wrong you're going to prove every devil wrong I feel it anointing as I tell you you're going to prove every demon wrong whatever I tell you God's going to turn it around in your favor and he's going to bless you in such a way somebody shout watch me watch me watch me lift up both hands lift up both hands repeat after me watch me magnify Jesus like I've never magnified Jesus before say it like you believe it say watch me exhibit the grace of God the truth of God and the love of God like I've never done before say it loud say watch me live in the promises of God watch me live a holy healed healthy happy humble hungry honoring life watch me become a blessing to everyone i know watch me become an answered prayer to everyone i know watch me watch me step into an environment and the atmosphere will shift and devils will run out and demons will flee and the glory of jesus show up watch me heal in the name of jesus watch me preach the word through my testimony in the name of jesus watch me lead entire families into the kingdom of heaven Somebody shout, watch me. Watch me. Raise both hands one more time. And say, watch my dream become a reality. No, say it like you believe it. Say, watch my God-ordained dream, purpose, and destiny become a reality. With, now with both hands raised, say, watch me get back everything that was stolen. Say it like you believe it, with interest. Watch me get it all back. Oh, I feel the Lord as you're saying that right now. Watch me, watch me, watch me get my breakthrough. Watch me climb the ladder. Watch me go from glory to glory. With your hands, all the watch me people, let me see you. Watch me. Watch me live the kind of life where Jesus shows up every single moment. If, if you believe your 2020 would be your watch me year. Stand, you're already standing, 99% of you are standing. Everybody else stand with me. Stand with me. Watch me. David, you can't do this. Watch me. Watch me. Have you ever been told no? Have you ever been told you can't do it? Have you ever been told, you're not going to see your breakthrough, your healing? You're not going to see that. You're part of the Watch Me Club. And it's not self-absorbed, egotistical, humanistic theology where it's about you. The Apostle Paul said the following, be imitators of me as I am of, of Christ. So you're saying, Watch Jesus in me. Watch. Watch the love of Jesus, the mercy of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the truth of Jesus, the shalom of Jesus, the joy of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus. Watch me. Watch me forgive like Jesus forgave. Watch me deliver those around me that are bound. All I do is release the power of God in Jesus' name. Be set free. 
Watch me speak truth and love and grace. Watch me. Hey, David, you can't do it. Really? The Bible's full of examples from Genesis to Revelation. If you want some practical cultural examples from today, there's a young African-American woman who was a reporter in Baltimore for a local news station. She was fired because, quote, she was too emotional when she reported. Yeah, her name is Oprah Winfrey. Watch me. Crazy. This kid couldn't talk for four years. He just couldn't talk. So he must have some cognitive developmental issues. Should be placed in special classes because obviously he can't talk. He, he's lacking. It looks like he's lacking something up there. He just couldn't talk coherently for the first four years of his life. Yeah. His name was Albert Einstein. Watch me. Michael Jordan in his schooling. Before he went to North Carolina, what did they tell him? He's never going to reach the NBA, man. Really? Yeah. Watch me. Abraham Lincoln went into the military as a captain. By the time he came out, he was a private. Who gets demoted? He was that bad. He walks out. He starts a bunch of businesses. They all fail. One of the greatest presidents ever. Abraham Lincoln. Watch me. So I'm here to talk to you. Life has told you you can't do it. Circumstances, your past, your upbringing, maybe even yourself. All you got to say is, in the name of Jesus, for the glory of Christ, two words. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me see the promises of God fulfilled in my family and my life. Watch me. Watch me speak prophetically and change the atmosphere. Watch me change the world with the truth that Jesus is the way. Watch me. If this message is for you, lift up one hand. All the bona fide members of the Watch Me Club, today certified, lifelong member of the Watch Me Club, you're going to push back on the detractors, even yourself, the critics, the Iliabs and the souls, those in authority and those that think they have authority. Ooh. If you're, if you're one of those watch me members, raise both hands. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. With both hands raised, and we're not just doing exercises. There's a reason for this. It, it looks like we're doing like Just please look at your neighbor like this and just with a smile go, watch me. <laughs> Tell your other neighbor doesn't want to watch you. <clears throat> watch me. Ready for this? I'm done. The Bible says that it is God who promotes. Let me use the Hebrew context. It is God who lifts up and places in higher place. Now Jesus now, in the Jesus lexicon, if you humble yourself, you will be what? So that's fancy speakies, church speakies for, if, if you just give me everything, and let it all out. Confess everything. Just give me your access to all of your life. If you go down, basically, if you surrender everything to me, I'm going to lift you up. Now, let me explain that. When God lifts you up, even the people that don't want to look at you, will, the moment they look up, will have no other choice but to see you because God has lifted you up. So when you say, watch me, Watch me. 
Not only your friends, I'm going to I'm I'm prophesy. Not only are your friends going to see you and your family, but even your, even your detractors are going to look at you and they're going to say, look what the Lord has done. That's the power of God in your life. Somebody shout, watch me. We're done. Are there any questions? No questions? Yeah. The rest of the story is easy because the, next week we'll cover the stones and we're done. But Saul looks at him and he comes back and Hey, Saul, by the way, I've he, he, title versus testimony. You heard that before I gave you that. Um, I've defeated the bear and the lion in the past. But there's a critical verse that he says here. Disruptors live by the following adage. The same God that rescued me before will rescue me again. That's what he said verbatim. He said, but you're, you're saying I'm too young that I can't do this? I can. I have a testimony. I fought a bear and a lion, and I defeated them both. Yeah, I killed them. Uh-huh. And by the way, the same God that rescued me from the bear and rescued me from the lion is the same God that will rescue me from this giant right here in front of us. How many know that if he did it before, he'll do it again? If God ever rescued you out of something, raise one hand. If he rescued you out of multiple pits and negative circumstances, raise both hands. And I mean both hands. If he rescued you from the devil, from sin, from hell, and even from yourself, raise both hands and a foot. And if you believe that the same God that did it before can do it again, give God one more praise and we call it. Because Jesus is king, as Liam reminded me. Because he's king. All right, all right, all right, all right. Heavenly Father, seal this word. Lord, you're speaking to every single person here and every person viewing right now online around the world. Those two words are resonating in the spirit. Watch me. Watch God change you, transform you, anoint you, equip you, empower you, enable you in such a way that you'll be able to say with integrity, watch me. I sense God right now. I sense God. Oh, wow. Somebody here should be saying this. Watch the bless me. Watch the anointed me. Watch the sanctified me. Woo! Watch the favored me. Watch the grace filled me. Watch the free me. Some other people saw you when you were broken, when you were down, when you were in despair. Other people in the past, I hear, I hear this in the spirit world. I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing right now, right here, what I'm hearing. Here's a question someone is going to ask you in 2020. They're going to ask you two things in 2020. What are you doing here? And how did you get here? God's about to... God's about to place you in a place where people will begin to ask questions. What are you doing here? And how did you get here? And your answer has one word. Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. By grace through faith, here I am. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Father, seal this message. Seal this message. They're going to watch the new you, the bless you, the anointed you, the righteous you, the clean you, the free you, the grace-filled you, the truth-talking you, the new you. Watch me. Seal this word right now. We declare every single voice spoken against us, every word is silence. By the power of Christ, 
Isaiah 54, 17 is secured. We declare we will do greater things. John 14, 12. We declare it. Therefore, watch us. Because of John 14, 12, we can say, watch me. Jesus said we will do greater things in his name for the Father to be glorified in the Son. So today we say, watch me. Watch us. Go from glory to glory. And Lord, if you did it before, you can do it again. We believe you for your promises. In Jesus' name. If you receive this word, say, in Jesus' name, I receive it. For me and my house, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. Therefore, for the glory of Christ, I can say the following. Watch me glorify and magnify his name like never before. Amen. One more clap offering.